right, all right, all right. Okay. What's up? What's up, Visions fam? Today we're back with another episode with a very special guest. Obviously, you've got me, Des, one of your co-hosts, as well as my boy JT over there. Um, keeping it consistent for you guys as always. Um, lots more content on the way with a very special guest. Um, I'm gonna allow him to introduce himself. Please just let the people know who you are, what you do, and yeah, bro, just please let them know. Yeah, my name's Kwame, but um I often also go by the name Michael, but I'd rather go with the name Kwame. Um and literally I just love spreading the um the gospel, either on TikTok, yeah, on Snapchat group, on Zoom, and face to face meeting, you know, all that I can do is listen to you and just spread the gospel. I mean, other than that, other than you know, TikTok and spreading the gospel, I work um uh, I work in a bank, HSBC, not special, but to be honest with you, my real passion is just spreading the gospel. Amen, amen. Wow, wow. Banker by day, evangelist by night. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, that's amazing. Okay, okay. I'll start I'll start with um so obviously I met we I met you through TikTok. Uh, stumbled across your page and vice versa and I, I really loved everything that you were doing um you built up quite a nice following on there and you, you do like a, a range of live videos most most days I see them a lot and, and they're, they're big I always kind of jump in there you see over 100 people and things like that you have people from America and other countries and things like that so what's it like um doing that sort of thing where did the idea start to kind of go live and, and what, what's what's that process like of sort of just making content and being being a relatively big figure because I think you've got over 50k or something like that that's a relatively large number so what what's all of that what's that like <laughs> I mean do you know what yeah that's all to the glory of God so when I started TikTok right I just I kind of needed like a, a place to offload like a place to just kind of just go and share whatever was going on in my head originally I didn't want to create I didn't think the need to want to create TikTok for spreading the word of God I just wanted to just go on there and um, just talk about relationship and world life. But then I guess God being good, I've always had a passion to always want to spread the gospel anyway. So I guess God just kind of was like, you know what, nah, we ain't going to do that. There's enough folks talking about relationship. There's enough folks talking about this, about that. You know what I'm saying? You just go out there, you just spread the word because people generally need to hear the word of God. People need to be uplifted and motivated. So I think it all just started from one video that like... Um, that I saw and then he just encouraged me and I thought you know I'm just gonna post this up but prior before that I was like I was working two jobs actually I was working at my bank job and I since I was working at Amazon and then wow. while I would go on Amazon I thought you know what let me just go online for a second and see how <clears throat> how that feels and then I went on there and then people just showing love and then people saying I'll be like your content this and that keep posting and I just and then from that people just start asking me questions about the bible bear in mind I was nowhere halfway through the Bible. I've yet still come to read the Bible. And this was all last year, by the way. Mm. So people was asking me about the Bible and I was like, okay, cool. I'll share, um, you know, scriptures. I'll share my knowledge. And one thing about me is I don't share anything unless it's scriptural. Scripture, sorry. Mm. So I just, I just, you know, kept on doing that. I just kept on doing it. And then from then on, I guess it just kind of just manifested itself. And I guess, you know, when God has a plan for you, it, then, it generally does manifest regardless of wherever your plan is, when you put the word of God first, somehow, somewhere, it will manifest out. And I think, and that's where you just started from. And from then on, um, my followers just started growing from videos that I was posting. And I thought I was just going to stick to just posting like 
Christian videos and stuff like that. But then I thought, you know what? Well, let me just, you know, just go on there and just encourage folks, man. And just, you know, it's, it's good to just post the videos, but it's also good to just speak about it. Amen. Amen. No, that's 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 amazing. That's so that's so cool to see. And and what is your what is your faith journey? How did you know when when did you give your life to Christ? When did you become born again? When mm. did you really decide to take your relationship with Jesus serious? All right. So I've always been, I guess quote unquote what everyone would call a Christian. Mm. And um I was born into the faith, but I guess um I still wouldn't even call myself a true Christian. I would just call myself someone that was just born in the faith. Um my um I got baptized when I was like um 13. You know, the um the man that was just talking about baptism was scaring me. He's like, oh, if you're not baptized, you're not gonna go to heaven and God is coming soon. You know the things that they do at church. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. sign me up, let me get baptized. <laughs> so yeah, um I got baptized, but you know, you know how life is between the age of 13 and between the age of like what 21. You just mm. want to live, you just want to experience life, you just want to enjoy life. Yeah, but do you know what it is? Like, as I said, because I've always had that connection, like my cousin, my older cousin, he's had that fire and that passion for ministry and evangelism and you know, spreading the word of God. And I kind of took it on from him. Um, so now growing up now, I thought, you know, I need to start doing a bit more, but again. I genuinely believe that I became a born again and a, a true fire, a true soldier for Christ when I decided to, you know, or surrender my all to Christ. And I would probably say this was around, what, three years ago? Like, when I genuinely made up my mind, I look, I don't want to be part of this world no more. I don't want to go clubbing anymore. I don't want to go this place anymore. I don't want to hang around this person anymore. I genuinely want to dedicate everything to Christ. Amen. And bear in mind, up to still this point, I'm a bit, I, I'm, I'm an old guy, I'm like 32. You know what I'm saying? I literally just started reading the Bible literally two years ago mm. because I felt that this I can't call myself a Christian and yeah, I don't know what the word of God is. So mm. I guess my faith genuinely began and me becoming a true Christian became like what two years ago. So yeah. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. JC, do you have anything on that, bro? No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think my, my sweet, questions sweet. are gonna stem on the next couple of points. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. And it's it's the next thing I wanted to ask you about is, I don't know if you found out about this. I sent this to, to JT the other day. Um, there was a the census. They do a census like every 10 years or something like that. And mm -hmm. the latest census for 2021, the information came out like two days ago. I was going to look up, you know, England were playing the other day. I was going to look up the score because I haven't really been following the World Cup. I typed in England on the search bar thinking it would just come up. And the first thing that comes up, and it literally blew my mind, it says that for the first time in, I don't know, however so many years, um, the the amount of people that identify as Christians is is dropping. Christianity is is slowly and slowly dropping in England and Wales. Um, mm -hmm. So there's less and less believers, and this is the the nation, one of the uh, the nation, in terms of all the countries in the world, this is the the least religious nation, in terms what, of people in, believing in, in any sort of faith. In the UK, um, yeah, 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 England and Wales. Um, and I, I was so shocked by it, and it just really took me aback. And it can be something that can feel so sort of deflating. In, right. in a way, because we're, we're going so hard for the kingdom and we're trying to spread the word and things like that. And and when I really think about it I, and I look at my Instagram followers and things like that, it's like, yeah, a lot of people do not believe. There's a lot of people that do not believe in anything. Right, and right. my question to you is like, how how do you sort of feel about that? And what do you think um, the church or we as a body need to do to try and, to try and change that, so to speak? 
Right. I mean, you know what? Scripture tells us that, right? If you're if you're ready to follow Christ, you need to literally just let go of everything and pick up your cross and follow Christ. A lot of folks don't want to do that. They don't want to pick up their cross. And also, there's this thing, right? There's this, I guess, thing with Christians these days that don't even want to identify themselves as Christian. You ask someone, are you a Christian? They're like, no, I don't, I'm not a Christian, but I am. A, you know, I believe in Christ. I'm like... But the sole foundation of being a Christianity is to be an imitator of Christ. So if you're scared mm. to call yourself a Christian, follow, um, people are, um, I guess, you know, don't want to be identified with the religion aspect of it. And I get it. But then you should still mm. let people know that to be a Christian is to be an imitator of Christ. If they want to go ahead and think that you're religious, then ask them. You cannot, yeah. you know, drop down to what you believe in just because of someone else's ideology. I always tell people that, look, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Christ first before any, any, anything else, before any denomination, before any religion, right? Now, it also dropping is because, first of all, one, we don't study the scriptures enough. I mean, I've mm. met someone that called himself a Christian. The other day, they said that they don't have no interest in studying the scriptures. They don't believe in studying the scriptures. It's old, it's this, it's that. And I, think, and I was like, how are you a Christian? How are you meant to strengthen up your faith if you don't want to do none of that? Our whole mm. foundation lies in this beautiful book that we have here. Um, so it's like, for one, I genuinely believe that the people are scared to even be called Christians because of how the world will view them. But who cares how the world views you? And also, people, it's like, they don't want to even study the scriptures. They don't even want to pray. They want to live life. And and you know what it is? It's like, how many, you know what, us Christians, when we go in church, how often do we hear, oh, Jesus come, Jesus come, Jesus come. Yeah. So many times. And yeah. folks is like, gone tired of, I guess, being fed that information. So now mm. they're like, no, I'm just going to live my, because I don't think Jesus is coming anytime soon. So right. that, it's like well a lot of people to just want to just keep on living wherever lifestyle they want to live and then when it comes when that time comes and then they've met christ that's when they want to give you know their life but to me i would just say look for me it's not deflating if anything scripture tells us that narrows the gate which means that mm -hmm. not everyone is going to fit through that you know unless you stand firm on your on what you believe in you're always going to cripple when um, when anything comes through yeah but i'm not surprised though <laughs> i'm definitely not surprised yeah yeah why do you why do you guys think like this is a general question? Why do you think that people cherry pick? Because people know, I feel like people understand that we're trying to represent Christ, but they choose to pick that religious part of it as opposed to us like being like Christ. And I'm sure they're aware of how important Christ is and how real what he did is, but they choose to cherry pick the religious parts and be like, Oh yeah, but you guys don't allow this and talk about how restrictive our faith is. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, nah, I get you. So it's a more of a thing where it's like religion in the past of kind of like i wouldn't you know i love religion i love the idea behind religion when it first started it was literally to help people to grow in the faith literally that's what it is spread the gospel teach people about the gospel what we're doing right now i'll even call it as something that's more religion because we're discussing about the bible hmm. but what people have now done is the name of religion the name of christianity not in the name of christ not in the name of you know jesus christ but in the name of christianity they've went and they've done stuff so I'm saying the name of everyone can pick up and be like, I'm a Christian, but not be a true follower. So then the moment you pick up to be a Christian and then you're conformed to this group or whatever, and then you go out there and do something bad, it's always, oh, look at what that groups are doing. Look at what that religious person is doing. And it's easier for people to now find an excuse by looking at that and saying that, you know what, I don't want to be a, um, a Christian or I don't want to be a follower of Christ because if that Christian who claims that he loves his religion is living that way, why do I want to be a part of that? 
Right. You know what I'm so they, and the thing is, right, as I said, if a Christian is literally, literally living up to the standards of their faith, which is whatever religion that they associate themselves with, and people see that, people get drawn to that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'll give you an example. One time I was going to the, um, to church, and usually when I go to church, I don't carry my Bible. But then this time I was like, I'm going to carry my Bible. And I carry my Bible, and I was walking. And the moment I stepped out, someone was in the car, Mm-mm. and I'm like, wait, what's up? And then he's like, oh, so wait, are you going to church? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and he asked me, why are you, why did you go to church? And I'm like, to fellowship, you know, to 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 give thanks and glory to all oh God. I have I have all this week to do whatever I need to do. Now I'm just gonna go dedicate some time to God. And then the man was like, No, I love that. I kind of lost my faith, but just seeing you and just carrying the Bible and just being proud of what you stood for, I'm gonna start coming to church. It's all about the image that we carry for Christ. And mm. if we don't stand firm on that, that's just gonna go downhill. Wow. Absolutely. No, I agree. Yeah. Um the deflating aspect of, of what I when when I first received the information was kind of like when you're trying to go so hard for Christ and for the kingdom and you're giving it everything you've got and then you just get a piece of information like that you're just it took me back I was like what are you serious because I'm thinking wait but now we're doing good there's so many Christian TikTokers like the words being spread like I was thinking yeah we're having an effect and then you see you see kind of something like that 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 occurs but like you said now is the gate I remember sending a message to one of our friends about it and he said he just said to me, many are called, but few are chosen. And that right. just kind of spurred me up. And I was like, wait, yeah, you're right. You know, not everyone, like, narrow is the gate. And mm. um, as long as we as Christians are doing everything that we can to spread the word and giving them the opportunity and the chance, then we know that the blood is off of our hands. Um, so I had to just sort of give thanks to the Lord for for, for my salvation and that for right. anyone else that's around me, um, that I can be a vessel that where they can see the, the light of Christ through my life. So I had to just re- always bring it back to who Christ is and the fact that God, there is nothing that's going on. There's nothing new under the sun. So everything mm. that's happening now, it was happening in the, in the days of Noah. So God, God isn't surprised by it. So neither should we, you know, and when we read the scriptures, we can remind ourselves of this, which is why it's so important to read the scriptures. Like you said, you right. know, studying the scriptures. It wasn't until COVID two years ago that I understood the real importance of studying the scriptures. I made uh, a decision. I'm going to read the whole Bible. And right. it took me a whole year to do it. 365 days every single day from Old right. Testament all the way to New. And I made a deal with myself. I don't care how tired I am. I'm going to read. I tend to read in the evening because my days, whatever, can be relatively busy. But I dedicate that time and I keep it consistent. Right. And it mm. took me a whole year to do it. And the revelation, the understanding, the amount of things I learned that I did not know, it blew my mind. Because I'm right. seeing something in the scripture <laughs> and I'm seeing a Christian behaving this manner. I'm thinking, wait, wait, hold on. This is contrary to our word. What's going on here? And then it gave me those new revelations. I just understand. I was like, God, there's so much information. And this is free to everybody. Why is right? people, why are people not reading it? You know? And just because I did it once, I'm not one of those that says, oh, I read the whole Bible. I understand everything. No, no, no. I'm doing it again. I'm, mm. I'm about half of through the old testament again i mean ezra i started ezra yesterday reading through second chronicles reading about how silly the kings were you get one that was serving the lord and did, right, did right. what was right in the eyes of the lord then you get one that was doing what was evil in the eyes of the lord and you see the effect on the people the leadership that you have around you is what's going to reflect the people if we had christian leaders real leaders that are, are stand firm on the word of god and apply those in in our everyday life and situations the people will follow that of course there'll be the rebels that don't want it and go against it of course everyone mm-hmm. has a choice but the, the leadership is what is so important and as you read the bible you understand and it's so accurate the ones that the, mm-hmm. the kingdoms that didn't want to serve the lord the kings that didn't want to serve the lord a lot of them they perished in very bad ways because they were doing what was evil in the eyes of the lord and the ones that right. served the lord wholeheartedly that rebuilt the temples that were were doing all of the different sacrifices and the different 
offerings and rebuilding the temple all of these things that they were doing they were blessed and they they had riches they had joy they had they had a relationship with the lord and they were given grace and and in battle they were protected like all of these things happened from serving the lord and being obedient to him that's, that's right. what he desires so when you said studying the scriptures absolutely if there were more christians that studied the scriptures they would yearn for more of his presence because you grow so hungry for it when i finished second chronicles like two days ago i was like i can't wait to go into the next one what's next what's next what's next you know it's so exciting um, mm. So I completely, completely agree <clears throat> with that. With, with, with so your one statement. of my biggest motivation was one time I was just sitting on the train, right? And then I see someone, this lady actually, she just pulls out the Bible and just start reading it on the train. Ooh. And I'm not talking about the phone version of the Bible, that physical version of the Bible. Yeah. I felt convicted. I was just looking at her. <laughs> looking at her, <laughs> looking at her thinking, <laughs> I'm out here trying to play some games on my phone, and this lady's going to have a whole Bible. She's reading it. Like, I'm an serious candidate right now. Right. <laughs> and it's like, and then I start calculating my journey from my house to my home because I take the train to work. I take two trains to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it takes me roughly about 45 um, minutes' journey. If I dedicate that 45 minutes' journey, because I know I don't get no internet service on the, um, on the okay. train, just mm. reading the scriptures, mm. I'm good. And yeah. literally, as I said, it, Two years, that's all what I was doing. Yeah. Back to back. To back. Yeah. Every 45 minute journey, every single day. The days yeah. I don't take the train and I'm sitting on the bus, guess what? I don't read my Bible because I get distracted by all the notification, all the um, yeah. social media stuff, all this and that. So for yeah. folks that literally sits on a train to go to work, look, I'll tell you to do that. And that lady, ever since then, I can never stop that because that was a motivation for me to, you know what? Be motivated to read your scriptures. Be motivated to go learn your scriptures. You find yourself in the scriptures. You learn something from the scripture. Folks talk about how they don't hear God talk to them. Literally, when you pick up the Bible, that's what God He's is talking to you. Amen. Yes. Literally, yes. the moment you pick up the scripture, it's like, how uh, how can you not find yourself? And yet you're saying that you have not read the Bible. Mm. Like... <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up. It's it, it's 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 phenomenal. It's it's mm. really amazing. And my I have such a, a passion. I want everyone to be safe, but right. I have such a passion for the young people. And when I see the things that's going on in the world, it breaks my heart because I was like that as well. I was never man. I I was I was a probably yeah. I was a lukewarm Christian before three three four years ago as I was going through ages of like fifteen fourteen all of that onwards. I'm 21 now, and the last two years of my life has been the, the biggest years of growth and understanding and spiritual right. growth, 100%. I was, I've really been able to come into everything that God has for me, and it's only because I was able to turn away from my sin, I was able to repent, I was able to understand the damage of which I was doing, you know? And when I see the young people and everything that's going on, it really is, there's just such a lack of biblical understanding, a lack of mm. wanting relationship <clears throat> with you. So mm-hmm. many people um, are going in so many different ways but not knowing where they're going at the same time, doing right. things, but not understanding the purpose of what it is that they're doing. I always say to, to myself, I always think people don't question themselves enough. Why am I doing that? Why am yeah. I friends with this person? Why am I in this relationship? Why am I smoking? Why am I watching pornography? Why am I doing all of these different things? Ask yourself wow. why. I question my motives all the time. Why am I doing this? What is this for? What is the purpose of it? I ask my coach, why am I doing this? What is the purpose for it? I ask my parents, why am I? I like to understand the why. Why mm-hmm. am I here? You know, and the mm-hmm. only place I've been able to ever truly find answers is in the word of God. When you're a person that questions things, you're a person that seeks out answers and answers are found in the word of God. But because people aren't seeking out those answers, because I feel that there's a, a fear element in it. I feel like mm-hmm. maybe they're afraid of what they might find out. And it might not be something that they want to know, or it might be something that's forced us to change because change is something that is inevitable. But many people reject it. When you reject right, change, right. 
then you're going to reject everything that comes with change, which is the mm. renewal of your mind. He calls us to change. Come as you are, but you're not going to stay as you are. Nope. It's a gradual <laughs> process. People think, oh, no, don't come. People think, I don't know what it is. People think they're going to come to church and all of a sudden they're just going to be told, no, no, you can't come in. No, come as you are, but you're not going to stay that way. And it's That's a gradual process. Right. The day-to-day thing, like you said, picking up your cross and following Christ day and day as you read your word, as you draw closer to him, you'll just find yourself not wanting to do those things anymore. Mm. You're not going to want to go to the club anymore. You're not really going to want to get drunk anymore. Right. You're not going to want to vape anymore. You're not going to want to smoke. You're not going to want to do these things anymore. You know? And yeah. it's just yeah. it's that, but I, I don't know what it is. I feel... It's that now, let, me share, let me share this with you, right? Yeah. You know, I told you, the closer you get to Christ, the sinful that you actually see yourself as. You know, when you when you are not closer with Christ, it's like everything is doesn't seem as sinful. Everything doesn't seem as bad. But yeah, when you get so closer to God, you start to realize, man, I'm messed up. I'm broken. Yeah. I'm so sinful. Like, yeah. did I really used to do this? Did I really do this? Like, why did I think it was okay for me to do this? And it was because, like, you was not as close to God as um as you need to be. You was not as convicted about the things that you used to do. And if, it's like, and I tell folks that, look, if you pick up the scriptures and you read it and you don't feel convicted by it, there's a problem. Mm. Like, that's a very, very big problem. It's like, you need to be convicted by when you, when you read the word of God. It needs to convict your heart. And that's where change comes from, through conviction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But again, it all comes down to picking up the Bible and reading it. That's and then the way I look at picking up the cross is literally me picking up the Bible. I don't have no physical cross. This is my mm. cross right here. Mm. And I have to pick it up and then I have to read it. And I have to understand why it's important for me to, um, if I'm going to identify myself as Christian, why is it important for me to pick up the word of God? Jesus Amen. came down as a person that literally came down from heaven. This is what he did. He came down, he learned about the scriptures. He knew about the scripture, but yet he still learned about the scriptures. Folks doesn't want to learn about the scriptures, and yet Jesus mm. did that. that mm. That's something that we need to be striving for, honestly. like Absolutely. And the churches, I think the churches need to more encourage people to read the scriptures. I've been to many churches, and very few now, now, that, you, now that I really think about it, are very much encouraging people to, to get into their Bible and read the scriptures for themselves. Some people will go the whole week and not pick up the scriptures and then wait till they get to church. And then just because the pastor's reading from the scriptures, they feel like that's them getting their fix. And it's not. Right. You know, right. can't that's wait like one, one to all of two verses, though. That's like one or two yeah. verses from divine service. Like, one thing I would definitely take accountability on it. my church, like, um, in the mornings, like between nine to like 10 or nine to 11. They do like an in-depth Bible studies where, you know, you see the passion in people's eyes, just di- literally discussing the Bible. It's like similar to what people do on TikTok, but in church. And, you know, when you're young, like, it's, you just don't want to wake up that early to go to church. You just don't want to sit and then listen to what folks have to say. And you know what? It's like, I'll hold myself accountable for that. Because coming and I'm reading the scriptures right now, um, if, like, I understand why it was important during those early mornings, why it was important to come and sit in on those um, Bible discussion. Because during the divine service, you're only going to hear, you know, that beautiful um, gospel that's going to make you feel good. Other than that, that's it. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that 100%. JT, you got anything else on that? Um, no, no I, like, I like the point you made about um how we get, like... If we're not in the word of God, then we're not gonna we get basically we get desensitized when we're not when we're not reading his word and when we're kind of just indulging in that lifestyle, we it's us being desensitized, like our conscience. It's something I had um I read about a couple of weeks ago, being like having like a seared conscience or something like that. Because obviously your conscience tells you what's good and what's bad. And like obviously right. when we're out of that, it's like 
there's a massive like desensitized desensitization to to God's word and and our current lifestyle. But it's it's hard to like it's hard to come away from that because I struggled with coming coming away from that last year as well and even even parts of this year. But I just had to make that decision to to, to come out of it and it's so freeing as well. So yeah, mm. I'm, I'm glad you made that point. I was just gonna mm. move on to to content creation. Is that all right with you, Des? If we move on to to the content creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask um, what was the general reaction for for um, the TikTok the TikToks that you were posting? Were you did you have any backlash? Have you had any like backlash? If it's from like people in general, or if it's from like TikTok the platform, how has that process been in terms of content creation? Have you had any doubts for like yourself, or um, yeah? <clears throat> so you know you're not gonna win everyone. Some people are not gonna like what you're gonna post. Some people are gonna like um are gonna like it. A lot of people are just gonna take what you're gonna take from it. And then, so um, if you can see it on my um, pages, I just start by just literally just, um, so what I'll be doing is, let's say if I'm watching like a sermon or I'm watching um, a ministry or something on YouTube, and then I like the part of the message that I feel like is so beneficial, not just to me, but to a lot of folks, then what yeah. I do is take it and then I post it. I'm not getting, and then, you know, people watch it. But those that like, definitely, I'm sorry, definitely do engage with it in the comment section. And me, I, I, I'm sad. I, I always look at the comments because I genuinely care what people say, not about me, but how they feel about the message. Now, yeah. <clears throat> what I often come across is that a lot of people will have every single thing to say. Like, um, if it's, let's say, a specific preacher that's preaching and they genuinely don't like the preacher because of his past or because of what, what he's done, they will not focus about the message, but they will focus more about the, the person. And that's the problem with a lot of people. Look, I, I keep telling people that, look, Forget this person. If you are not going to listen to this man because of how sinful he lives, then don't listen to any pastor. Don't listen to any preacher. Listen to the message. I only posted it because of the message. Um, now, when it came to now me now doing uh, my own content, it was more like, you know what? Okay, I can always share the gospel. I can always share the ministry. I can always share the pe um, preacher just saying what they need to say. But then how do I genuinely feel about being a Christian? How do I genuinely feel about my work, forgiveness, you know, healing, getting closer to God, letting go of certain things and just and just sharing it. Mm -hmm. Like you can just have an inspirational form, literally just walking around, seeing, you know, people, just seeing how people live, seeing how you used to live yourself, seeing where you were and then where Christ brought you, just personal experience sometimes. And as I said, I use TikTok as a place for me to release because a lot of the things that I post to literally relates to every my, my life. But folks wouldn't obviously see that. They would just see what I post on there. Um, I mean, I, I don't get a lot of backlash, backlash, but the usual ones that I do, I was just messaging them up. I think one of the ones that I definitely got a big clash on was um, um, the one where they decided to mix um, gyra with sexual healing. Um, and then that made me realize how lost people generally are. So obviously there was that trend going on. Christians especially was using that trend and it was sexualizing the whole beat. And I was like, nah, let me say something. Like oh, that. as so in, I, wait, 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 as in, the, as in they were using the sound, to, what, what were they using? The, wait, they were using the sound to do some crazy stuff. Like, so wait, they, wait. so it's like, for example, yeah, they've got the, the sound gyra and uh, sexual healing. And then obviously they, they blended it together. Like, and then mainly the people that was using it where I would call them Christian folks. And then what they would do is, uh, I'm seeing a church and I see that sister walking past and then that beat will come on and they'll just be doing this. It's like that last one is, and then no. it was going around and I thought, you know what, nah, stop it. Like, stop yeah. it, you guys can't keep doing this because 
this is not of God. Like, this is yeah. not of God. And for anyone to take gyra and then mix it with sexual healing, this is how perverted this world has become. Almost yeah. to a point where it's like, we need to pervert every single thing. If it's for God, yeah. it's for God. Keep it that way. So yeah. I was telling folks that, look, let's stop mixing ungodliness. Like, so let's stop mixing godliness with ungodliness. This is where the problem comes. And people's like, oh, what is wrong with that word? So I'm like, for the fact that you can't even see what's wrong with that, I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little short. So one brother was yeah. in the comments, you know, just chatting out of China. And I'm like, no, brother, how about this? Come on TikTok Live and then we can, um, and I can show you why um, I said what I said. So he came on, he couldn't even come on. So I created, I have, I've got the second account. I gave him the account, I gave him the pass. I'm like, come on, because that's how, you know, that's our passion. I love spreading the word of God. I'm willing to give you my own account just so that you can have access to come on so that we can have a discussion. So he came on, he shared his view, and I told him that, look, scripture clearly tells us that we should not conform to the world. We should not partake of the things of this world. So for the mm. fact that you want to take gospel, which is dedicated for God, and mix it with sexual music, like sexual music and sexual um, healing, that to me is a problem. And how do you not see that? And, he's, and then after explaining, he's like, okay, now I understand what you're saying. And so it's like, but a lot of folks in there didn't even know that beat, sexual healing, where it even comes from, or where it stems from. And it's like, it's all down to the education that people just so blindly just following things without knowing what they are. Amen. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's something I've had to get used to with uh, with um with with TikTok. It's it's a difficult one, man. When when you're getting um sort of like backlash on a video or a lot of people are not just not quite understanding or you because you get a mix man it's, I feel like some just come on there just wanting to be negative sometimes I'm like wow okay, <laughs> okay. you know and, and it's, it's, it's difficult when a video does really really well and it's getting quite a lot of views it can get a little bit annoying to be honest getting the notifications constantly coming through and someone mm. comments something it's this and it's this and it's this and this this um the, the 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 great part about it is you're able to like you said share your life and share your experiences with someone the holy spirit will put an idea or, or, or a video right. in your heart and then you're able to do it and then it just reaches that right person or people and you're like wow okay this is great we're, we're getting somewhere um and it's it's but it's also important i felt to to try and not spend too much time on it you know i was dead set <laughs> on never getting tiktok because um when people before i even got it because i was never a fan of it um um people were saying how addictive it is and there's all kinds of stuff and when i first downloaded it the type of things that were coming up my for you page was crazy i was thinking why on earth is this coming up for me i had to quickly yeah. get to do not not interested all of that all of that um and i found myself originally spending way too much time and i was like no, no 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 i have to stop i need to relax i have to remember what i'm here for um right. This isn't just a normal account where I'm posting TikTok dances or videos of myself. This is a Christian account. So I have to everything that I'm watching, everything that's coming in needs to needs to be sort of in alignment with that. But I found um it's a great blessing to be able to to put that information out because I'm sure there's many Christian quote unquote Christian accounts out there that aren't putting out the right kind of content for people and that could be corrupting people's minds. So I think it's it's great to have the healthy balance of the right kind of Christian content creators that are truly spirit-filled, that desire to see souls saved, that desire to give accurate biblical information with a scriptural foundation. Not right. just me giving my opinion or my views or my thoughts, nah. but making sure everything is doubled down on the scriptures, which is so important, like you said. Right. I mean, for myself here, yeah, like, I had to... So probably before I went on there, I, I don't even know how this even came out. I was speaking to my friend. I'm like, no, I'm going to start using TikTok and start promoting God. And then he hmm. said, okay, cool. So I just want to ask you, what will happen if you start, you know, getting a lot of followers and then start making money from there? Like, how are you going to um, try to manage all of that? And I said, 
you know, well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna need you to hold me accountable and hold and, hold, and get you to remind me because us us humans sometimes we can we can lose sight of what we're trying to do. So, for example, if there's days when I post something that it doesn't, you know, get a, a lot of views, like I feel a certain type of way, but then I always remind myself that it's not it's not about the views; it's about the, you know the people that genuinely genuinely you're going to connect with you know you just post it out there god is going to do the rest if people genuinely want to hear it people is going to hear it and mm. so, so then i had to literally remove myself from that mindset i had to pray on that and as you mm. said it's, it, it's addictive there's days where i used to just post something wake up and the first thing i was going to check is check to see how many views is getting check how many likes is getting mm. and i had to stop myself from doing that i had to literally like discipline myself to a point where it doesn't matter the amount of views. It doesn't matter the amount of likes. It doesn't matter the amount of people that is going to interact with it. All that matters is as the person, as the one person I've seen it, have they mm. learned something from it? Have they, you know, gained something from it? Because once you start chasing, and unfortunately, TikTok is all about the views and the likes and whatever. Once you start focusing on that, you're going to lose sight of what, you, what is you're trying to, um, what, you, what is it you're trying to do on there. And as I said, I have to discipline myself. There's days where I stop posting because I don't want to go on there. There's days where I wouldn't even like bother even going on. There's times where I don't even go on live for a certain period of time because I need to take some time off. Just going on there and then having discussion or even having little debates or talking about um, about the word of God could be as draining on yourself as, as anything else. So I had to discipline myself and tell myself that I'm not going to let this stop me from doing what, you know, what, um, God's work. So let me not just look at the views. Let me not look at the likes. Let me not look at how many people are responding to it. Let me just focus on spreading the word of God and just leaving it on there and then praying that someone is encouraged and is spiritually fed with what I've put on there. Amen. No, I, I agree. I agree massively. And um, if it got to that point where you were, you, I don't even know how it works, when how you're able to profit off it, because you've got a reason. That, how does, do you know how that all works in terms of like, profiting off of it with views and, and, and it, things like that. I don't even, do you know how that works? I don't even know how that works. So I'm still trying to figure it out, but um, like, so if you post something and it gets a lot of likes, um, then, you know, TikTok will give you a same percentage um, on whatever. Trust me, it's not a, a huge amount, you know, as my, for my videos and for the likes and stuff like that, I've since post, since having TikTok for nearly, um, or just a little over a year i've only made that what 62 pounds you know what i'm saying so it's like it's not the likes now it generally comes from when you make um raw content so if it's just not something that you've copied and pasted or if it's not something that you just brought from youtube or whatever whatever if it's something that's raw then obviously that's where a lot of people tend to make their money from mm. um if you are doing a live streaming and um you know you get people gifting you and stuff like that those gifts turns you know obviously tiktok takes their percentage and then the rest like you know they slap into your um, account so um yeah it's um one of those and also <clears throat> you get these promoters or these people that's just looking to just you know give you some money give you life just for you to go on then and promote certain things i've been approached so many times oh just you know what when you go on live um how about instead of you doing this how about you just go out there and sell a product or do them, you know? I don't know if you've ever seen it, them TikTok channel, um, fights or wars where you see the amount of people that are getting the amount of likes and this and that. And then what we will do is we will gift you so that you will make money from it. 
And believe uh, me, people be making thousands and thousands of money just literally doing that. I knew someone that started doing ministry on TikTok. Stop doing that. Start doing that. Making more money on that. And there's so many ways that they can literally catch you out. Oh, I had I've had some few UK up and coming artists ask me to promote your music on my thing. And my thing, you will never catch me promoting anything that's not gospel, um, gospel music. Um, like it's you know a huge a huge amount of like you making your money comes from promotion, raw contents, and the lives and the TikTok lives. And I tell people that look, I don't care for the likes. I don't. Mm. So I don't care for the gifts. You know, you, you keep the gifts. I'd rather you, you know, you take the word of God that we're preaching out here. Let that mm. be, you know, a gift. If you've received it, that's for me, that's a blessing. Um, you, folks have literally stopped doing, have stopped their daytime job just to do TikTok fully. But then when their account gets locked up, they have to start life again. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't yeah. depend on this to make you money because, I w- you know what, you get caught up in, in that. I've seen a pastor that literally been going on there, spreading prophecies every second, telling folks, you know, before I give you any more prophecy, give me a hat as a gift, give me a lion as a gift, give me this and that as a gift. And I'm like, wow. And then in the comment, <laughs> I'll be yeah. seeing in the comment and I'm like, pastor, you're a false, you're a false preacher, you're a false, and he's muting yeah. me. Like, I'm like, I'm cool with you muting me. You can't be out here demanding gifts just so that, you know, you can give people <laughs> prophecy like what kind of nonsense is that <laughs> yeah that's crazy bro. listen it's crazy up in tiktok man like when you get exposed to that because people there is potential to make a lot of money you mm. know what i'm saying like if you genuinely want to follow the tiktok rules and the tiktok guidelines and you know people just want to promote you you can make good money you can literally stop your daytime job and then make good money i know someone that made uh, what 500 pounds um a day just on what they post so it's like, you can generally do it, but yeah. you, you know, you can't call yourself, if you're saying, okay, you're going to go out there and, and preach the word of God, you cannot be caught up with all of that. You can't, you have to separate yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Have to be oh, I, I, I completely agree. And this can be the place where it can be difficult for for Christian content creators um, in the sense of you have your, your content that you you started off with that you feel the Lord was leading you to make and you start to, you start to grow and then the opportunity to, to to make more money or to do this starts to come about and then you have to make those decisions am I going to choose the money in the status or am I going to choose the word of God right. because as you do that slowly by, but surely you can begin to water down your message and it becomes less about God and more about you more about mm-hmm. what you can do to gain you know and it should always be about Christ's game we shouldn't be afraid to lose out on an opportunity or some money for the sake of being able to give the pure message that the Lord is leading you to make that's right you know because at the end of the day when we when we're standing before the Lord and we're being judged and we're being looked at you're gonna you don't want to you don't want to look back on what you did and think I could have went harder for the kingdom right you, know, you want to go as hard as possible for the kingdom regardless of how anyone mm-hmm sees it or feels because people are going to disagree just you being a christian and going out in society people are going to disagree with it people aren't going to like it people aren't going to uh, always be as receptive to that and that's okay you know yeah. but it doesn't mean that you stop being who you are be who you are in christ exactly. jesus no no have your identity in christ jesus whatever you're doing do it for the glory of god taking a shower eating breakfast brushing your teeth all of it for the glory <laughs> of god do you know what i mean i take that verse yeah. so literal i'm like yo i'm brushing my teeth i'm like i'm just listening to my worship music like, i'm in the shower i'm like hallelujah praise god like i love it right, i love right. it I, I want everything that i do i don't want, I want there to be a, a blank spot in my life where i'm not giving god glory whatever it is i want to be able to praise and i want to be able to serve hallelujah you know? Man, so it's, it's, it's absolutely absolutely 
Wow. Nah, this this is this has been a real blessing. Man. I've always wanted to get you on here to talk, to chop it up, to speak yeah, about what you're doing. Because I, I love it, man. I love what you're doing. I don't get to catch many lives because I, I just I'm not on TikTok all that much. But I want to definitely hop in one time. I've seen you have some discussions. I, you had a conversation with a spiritualist that I spent quite a long time a, a while, and you had an American guy, a spiritualist, yeah. in and probably like I don't know. It was a little while ago. I remember I was I, oh, that was an interesting one, man. That was good because he weren't really trying to listen. I remember you were giving him the the the, the answers, and he just wasn't trying to take it. <laughs> and I love it. You're like you're so like um intentional with it you're like if, if it's if you're like no that's not right you're like no 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 that's not what the scriptures say let's go to the script like i love it i love it you, 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 you know what yeah, give it to them straight we, right that's what we need to do like just go straight to the um the scriptures like you know i try to not have um well i try to have a lot of conversation with folks that are all spirituality and all this um this and that right and generally because like i'm trying to tell them that look you don't need anything else other than christ but with them, it's like they feel like Christ is not enough. They feel like, you know, you need to be one with everything that God has created and not with with Christ. And I, I remember the dude, his name is Romero, man. I, I think the dude is funny, man. It's like he was just trying to give me scriptures, but at the same time, he wasn't giving me the scriptures. And it's like everything that he was trying to say, which was trying to link to the scriptures, was not scriptures. And I'm like, let's just, let's just stick with scriptures. Let's even forget trying to understand or trying to dissect what the scriptures trying to say. Let's just go with what the literal scripture is trying to say. And this guy is just caught up in everything that he believes in and everything that he, he feels of. But yet he still wants to like still be a part, like have a thought in in with, with God. It's like, and I'm like, look, brother, you can't do that. You see what I'm saying? Like you have to look, you have to let them know. And it's and I've had some crazy spiritual spiritualist people, man, they come on here and then sort of say, um, one lady, she came on, she's a spirituality, she was talking about how um you know, let's not talk about God. Let's not talk about, let's talk about love. And I'm like, but God is love. And then they were like, So where do we go from here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, you don't know what's there. Where you get caught up in your own argument, bro. I'm not saying, but God is love. Like, <laughs> like, oh, it's like, bro, how can I about that? Right. You want to talk about something? Let's talk about it. If you want to talk about love, we can talk about love. I'm going to tell you what God, what love is. And love in the scriptures it's God. Like, you can't yeah. talk about love and then remove God out of the equation. Yeah. She didn't like the idea. She's like, but well, you're out here forcing your views and things on me. Okay, and I'm like, why did you come on my life then? They were like, well, because <laughs> you're, spread, you're, yeah, cause you're spreading, you know, um, you know, this doctrine. I'm like, okay, let me ask you, how did you think you were made? They were like, well, I came from a portal. Huh? A portal? I'm like, what portal? Well, from my mother's portal, and I'm like, may God forgive my soul, Lord, for thinking what I'm thinking right now. But I was sitting here thinking, this is why you need God. This is why scripture tells you that you need God, because you wouldn't be saying things like that. You don't know where you're from. You, 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 your dentist is completely messed up. You forgot the part of scriptures that tells us that God made us in his own image. So we are a priesthood, we are royal. Like you forgot all about that. You're dwelling on the universe yeah, you're bringing to yourself you? down. You're lowering, you're lowering down yourself and your value. Right, like, you're devaluing yeah, no, yourself. Yeah. And so there's people that come here. out of that. Yeah, you know there's people saying? that come out of that and then they recognize it after. They're like, wow, I don't know what I was doing. Like, we, we had someone that was into the new age, uh, mediums, all of that stuff, spiritualists, and she came out of that and she, she tells them, like, what that was like and everything that happens with that. And there's repercussions of that. Like, you, you sometimes, there's strongholds that need to be broken and deliverance right. and things like It's serious. Mm, I had one lady that came on, American, you know, she was dibbling, dabbling with all that um, new age stuff because she just wanted to be successful. Um, 
And then she said, I look, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it was, it, it nearly killed me. It was asking me to do, I was literally having a conversation with demons telling me to do this and that, but then it was going to reward me with this and that, telling me, it was leading me down the path of darkness. And I was in that path. And when I tried to turn away, like I, I got into a car accident, I need to commit suicide. I was doing this, I was doing that, all because I wanted to chose and um, I want to chase success. And I was mm. just looking at thinking, and then she literally on my life start crying. She broke down and started crying because she's so relieved from you know being moved from where she used to be to now where she is. And folks are gonna sit here and play around with all that new age spirituality, zodiac signs, crystals, tarot mm. reading, psychic, all these things, man. They're from the devil. And I tell people that look, if it's not of God. It's from the devil. Mm. <laughs> like I just, I just tell people that's how it is because I'm, I'm kind of like gone past a point in my life where I don't want to sugarcoat the truth to um the truth to anyone anymore. I just want to tell us how it is. You know, mm. if people genuinely cares for the truth, they will be convicted by the truth and they will come to realization. If people don't like that, then it's not up to me for them to you know for them to make them feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, this lady, I, I was pur- purposely I invited her on because I want her experience and her testimony. To literally, to, and for a lot of people to just capture it and 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 see and see how how crazy this new age stuff is, but people just followers of the world, and you're gonna keep doing what you're gonna keep doing. Amen. Just go keep giving them the gospel, man. Go keep doing right. it. You know, I'm glad that we live in a country with freedoms, where we're able to express ourselves freely without any sort of persecution. In other countries, it's very different. So every time <laughs> I I have an opportunity, I, I preach the gospel because ain't nobody gonna tell me that I can't. You know, just because just like you can post parade on social media, all the stuff that you're doing, I can post about my savior, you know, and, right. and I love that. So we're on, an, right. we're on a level playing field. So let's get it. You know want. what I'm saying? Let's get it. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Honestly, man. Amen. Like when we get given our opportunity, man, like let's not play around with it because the world wants to silence Christians. The world wants to silence spreading the word of God and even if you get a moment to just spread the word of God with someone next to you, whoever it is, just do it. Like, it's not going to kill you. It's not going to do you any harm. You don't have nothing to lose. Just telling someone mm-hmm. that you love them, telling someone that God is good, telling someone that, you know, well, it's, it's, it's like it's free for us to go out there and do so. But Christians that don't want to do so because they don't want people to look at them differently or they don't want to be hate or they don't want to go through this, uh, man, I work for them because... They've got the gospel and they're holding on to the gospel and they don't want to spare the gospel. And that's mm. dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Very dangerous. You're right. You're right. We can't be fear. We can't fear persecution. We know it's going to come. We know it's going to come, but we can't fear it because we're protected. Every time as I read my word, as I read through the Old Testament, the Lord always protected his people. He was always there for his people. Right. Every single time <laughs> he will always come through. He will protect his people. He will be there for his people. When you're doing his will, when you are serving him, he will protect you. There's no one that will be able to touch you. No one that will be able to bring harm upon you. No one that will be able to stop mm. what God has for you. God is always mm-hmm. in control. So we can't allow fear because fear is of the enemy. Fear is of the devil. Oh, and I always have to remind myself of that all the time. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? The spirit <laughs> that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of me. Why should I fear? Who shall I fear? No one. Right. I only right. fear the Lord Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me ask you this, because obviously you guys are, you know, a little younger than me, and you're living that age where, you know, destruction is all around, man. It's mm-hmm. that age where, if you don't partake in certain things, then you're not, you know, you're not cool or you're not whatever. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm living those days. You know what I'm saying? But luckily, yeah. I had Facebook to worry about. You guys got Instagram, TikTok. 
this and that to worry about. How are you, how are you guys coping and still trying to maintain a faithful relationship with Christ? How are y'all doing it? Oh, that's a great yeah. question. Man. I'll let JT go and then I'll, I'll answer after. <laughs> that's a brilliant question. Um, I guess for me, it's having that accountability. Uh, we had a guest uh, on a good friend of ours a couple of weeks ago who was talking about the importance of having people around you. And you were talking about it as well, like accountability with the people around you. If you have people that reflect your values and people that um, people that reflect what you believe in, then I'm sure that that um, that circle and that environment you build is going to be so like, you can't permeate, you can't break through it. Like the devil will try and he will try and break through, but you're right. with this person, you're reading the word with this person, you're meeting up with this person, calling them, um, you know, once every other day to check up on them and see how they're doing in their faith to see whether they've read this scripture or you're, you're doing mm-hmm. Bible study together each day. I think when you have that level of friendship and, and, and right friendship, cause you know, in this age is very, friendships can be techie you can choose friendships on the most stupid things like oh who has the best fashion sense or who has the most instagram <laughs> who has the best music taste or this that the third you can make friends based on stupid things but when you base like your friendships on like deeper more, like most more deeper values and i think that um that creates that that strong foundation as well as wow. it of course it, it being in christ it creates that strong foundation of of how you live your life especially in in with social media about and also just limiting your social media time as well with destiny said like questioning the motive behind everything what's the intention what's mm-hmm. the behind me consuming all this media am i just mm-hmm. doing it to escape time to escape responsibility to like medicate my stress or anxiety and there's other ways you can do that reading the word praying meeting up with your friends there's more help right. about doing that so yeah i'd say accountability um, intentional as well amen um for me, it's been, and yeah, JT, I agree 100%, man. It's, um as I began to read the scriptures and grow deeper and, and draw closer to the Lord and desire a stronger relationship with him, I found that the former things that I would be into, I'm just not into it anymore. It doesn't move me anymore. I have no interest for those former ways. I have no interest for those 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 simple things anymore you know i now i want i live to serve the lord i want to tell the world about jesus i want to live out my faith so because it's so important i can't just be someone that just talks about it i need to live it so people mm-hmm. can see it someone mm-hmm. you could be possible that's the only bible that they'll ever read is seeing you and seeing your life so i try and live my life in a way that people can see the glory of christ through me but i also try and make it clear i am not perfect i'm we're all we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. I understand that, but I understood my need for a savior. I understood that I needed to repent and turn away from my sins and accept the free gift of salvation. You know, hallelujah. it's not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse of the day today, hallelujah. So these these former things, I just, I'm no, I'm no longer interested in them. They don't really pressure me anymore because I spent a lot of time in the secret place trying to trying to ask the Lord to deliver me from these former sins, to deliver me from these these lusts, to deliver me from these these sinful natures and all of these things that formerly used to give me so trouble, so much trouble. The the sin that so easily ensnared me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just constantly do my best to renew my mind when I get those thoughts in. I rebuke them in the name of Jesus Christ. I spend time in my scriptures. I spend time in prayer. I have uh, friends that I do prayer calls with. But I, I, all of these things hold me accountable. Having a TikTok page where I'm talking about Jesus, I would be a fool to be a hypocrite, to be out there living in the world and doing the things of the world, but also right. then have a Christian page. Like I'd feel like such a hypocrite. So everything that I do needs to be in alignment so that I can be on, on one accord, you know, so that everything can bear fruit. So that the Snapchat ministry can bear fruit, the TikTok can bear fruit, the Vision oh, yeah. can bear fruit. Because the minute I step out and begin to go into the world, this will begin to diminish. It is no, it will no longer bear the same fruit. 
you know mm-hmm. so it's important and, and and that holds me accountable to jt as well because if i'm not living right and this starts to no longer bear fruit jt's going to be wondering why and he might think it's him but it's not it's me yeah so it's important yeah, yeah. that i'm living right and i'm doing what it is that i need to do so i can have the greatest effect on the people around me and serve the lord hallelujah hallelujah oh. i like that i like that yeah right, that's good man I know when I was, you know, back in them days, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was this way. Yeah, the flesh was battling with the spirit. <laughs> amen. Amen. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I tried, man. The thing is, I've never been like, you know, a bad you or anything. It's just I've been around the wrong company. And mm-hmm. in the wrong company, that didn't hold me accountable. But then I've always mm-hmm. had that one friend that always held me accountable. And it's like... But then there were days where I didn't want to hang around that friend, man. It's not even a thing where I enjoy going clubbing or anything, but it's just being around them, just chilling, smoking, mm. doing whatever it is you want to do. You feel like it's life. You feel like it's enjoyment. Yeah. Until you just, you know, you get hits with reality and realize that those things are just temporary fun, man. Because the moment that fun just goes away, you're just left in guilt, shame, and unhappiness. Man. You're just left to just with yourself to deal with your sins, to deal with your negatives, man. So... Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I give all glory and thanks to that one threat, that one friend. I'm a whole bunch of friends. Like, I just give thanks and glory to him because he definitely held me accountable. And we always need someone like that. You know we saying? do. If you don't have a friend like that, man, I feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. You know, you get comfortable doing the wrong things. And yes. Someone tells you, when someone tells you off, you're like, you got to tell me what to do, man. Like, you, you right. feel like that pride is in you, but you need those people. I, I was dealing with the same thing a couple of years ago. Like, when, when I had people like telling me what I need, like, my parents, my parents hold me accountable a lot, but I, I wasn't having it. Like, no, what are you telling me? Like, uh, like, no, but I had to drop the pride and just ask for forgiveness. Like, it's so right. important. Right. Person, all those couple of people that just tell you what you need to hear. Because it's not because a lot of the time you think it's it's not for it's for the better. That's that's the thing. It's, it's it's for the long term good and it's for God's glory anyway. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, But it's an every it's an everyday process. It really is. Each each and every day, you just have to take the yep. little step. You know, <laughs> um, and studying the scriptures, like you said, study the scriptures. You know, not right. just reading over it, studying them, asking the Holy Spirit to to give you understanding. You know, I used to um i made a video about like um the different bible um translations because the holy spirit led me to make it and the amount yeah, of people that's in the comments really saying, powerful. amen i saw the amount of people that were saying they didn't read the x version because the kjv because they couldn't understand it that's when i was able to truly understand why god wanted me to make the video it was highlighting the problem within the community of believers it's not your own understanding it's the holy spirit that helps us to understand scripture mm-hmm. but because mm. people trying to do it by their own understanding they were choosing a version that they could easily understand not knowing that it's watering down the words you know so that's when i I, I got that revelation oh this is why god wanted me to make it it highlighted yeah the problem with the 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 translation but really the problem in the people that they're not asking the holy spirit to give them understanding that's what we need Mm -hmm. to do when i really when i really understood that every time i read the word i say holy spirit Please help me to understand your scripture. I don't want my own understanding. I want your understanding. Teach me the scriptures. You know, God is the best teacher. Go, you got to go to the to the source. You know, because you right. can go to a pastor, you can go to a preacher, but they might give you their own interpretation. I don't want interpretation. I want the truth. You know, that's right. That's um, right. So, so that's when I was really able to, to to understand that. So we need to make sure we we ask the Holy Spirit to understand our scriptures. And this is why non-believers they don't get it. They'll be like, oh, what does this mean? Or that. 
they don't have that you know we need to give them the not necessarily the benefit of the doubt but there's no way they're going to be able to fully understand it because they don't have that the holy spirit that's why it's so important to have that holy spirit so we can understand and that's what comes when you decide to dedicate time to just study the word of god man it's like Amen. it it prompts you to literally seek out the truth like you know one thing i'm trying to do right now is even um like start reading um the Tanakh, you know, the the um, the, the Jew Bible. Um, okay. Because I'm trying to understand, right? How is it that you know, if their Torah and you know a whole bunch of the their the scriptures is all about the New Testament, what is it that you know is missing from our book and their book? Because I'm trying to understand it. I'm also trying to understand a few Hebrew words when when they speak on certain things. Because and this is all down from um me to be able to like dissect the scriptures a lot more better because sometimes right you know like reading the scriptures you can't take as face value this is a spiritual book which means that it requires you to be in that spiritual and thought process like jesus was speaking to you know his own disciples and his own disciples didn't even understand a lot of the things that he was saying mm -hmm. so in order for you to understand this it requires you like to just give that time to be able to just relate to it like we talk about for example what john 1 1 and talks about the word and you're thinking where on earth did the word come from like what is the word right and then i'll go back and read genesis and then genesis would tell me the spirit of the lord is um was walking um and no sorry and sorry and adam and eve heard the spirit of the word um, walking and i'm like hmm so then i went back to the tanakh um to the um g bible and then the spirit of the word is called the word end up in their bible and it made me believe that that spirit of the word was always being god and has been god from the beginning and because we don't see in our bible as the word and it's like and then it just makes me think why is that these guys still feel to believe that jesus is still the messiah still the truth it's just one of those things where i'm just doing like comparisons and studies and just doing an in-depth studies on this thing and that's uh, like just doing studies you don't even have to go that deep you don't even have to go and then you know be all trying to read hebrew or trying to read greek just understand the scriptures that's that's in front of you. So when you when someone gives you, for example, the NIV or a different version of the Bible and you're reading it, you come to understand that, you know what, there's something off with this translation. See who wrote it. Who wrote the NIV? Who wrote the SIV? Why did they write it? What manner of thoughts did they write it? Like, I'm not saying that. Don't get me wrong. Like, look, when I read the scriptures, right, I read it to also know that, look, I, I found that there's no mistakes, there's no real mistakes in there. And even if there is mistakes, I'm trying to understand the context and where the mistakes come from. But so far, I haven't found no mistakes, but people come and tell you that there's mistakes here, then and there. Like, that's not for me to even judge. I just trust in the Holy Spirit to lead me through everything that I read. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't read the NIV. So whenever folks come up to me and then they start reading the NIV, I just, you know, pull up the KJV. Yeah. <laughs> like, let, yeah. let, let's, let's do this. Like, because it doesn't say that in your Bible, but it says that in my Bible. And, mm -hmm yeah why like let's yeah. find, find out why you let's know talk about it exactly let's talk about it yeah. one of the books yeah. that you know the muslim community love to read is the niv <laughs> Funny oh, enough, okay. they always oh. quote me the niv <laughs> yeah. wow yeah wow that's amazing man wow this has been great this has been an amazing conversation you know Absolutely. i knew the why i was like i just felt it in my spirit I was like yo let me let me ask Kwame. let me get him on here let me see what he says you know um thank you for responding thank you for coming on it's been a blessing people to talk about a plethora of things if you guys have been really blessed listening to this so many different things we've touched on and yeah it's been it's been amazing man oh thank great you so to god hallelujah praise god um yeah man thank you guys so much for listening if you made it to this point god bless you we hope you took something from it if you have any questions prayer requests or anything like that please 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 just let us know um 
And yeah, JT, you got anything else before we sign out, bro? Nah, but Kwame, I'm going to be joining your lives now, bro. I'm going to be joining your lives. <laughs> yeah, just let me know when you do, because sometimes when it gets crazy, I don't like... When it gets really crazy, it's like I try to um, change up the narrative, especially when it gets... Like the other day, man, I nearly, I nearly went out of spirit, man. I was talking to this lady. She came on there giving us praises and everything. And then she straight away went, Jesus is not God. And I'm like, okay, let's 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 study the scriptures. Let's see what the scriptures say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then obviously, like she told me that Jesus is the son of God. I'm like, I don't disagree with that. I agree with that. So I'm like, now do you want to know what I, my version is like? Yeah. Then we go to Philippians. And then she's like, no, that it doesn't say that. We read Philippians to her. So how does it not say that? All right, okay, cool. Let's go Revelation um, 1.8 where Jesus called himself the Alpha and Omega. And then she's like, no, it doesn't say that. I'm like, can you read it for me then? So she read it and then he said this. And I'm like, so why you disagree with me for what? And it's like, I'm like, look, I'm just going to take you off because you're out here spreading false doctrines. Like you can believe that Jesus is just the son of God all you want, but don't call the scriptures liar. That's not what you're going to do. Yeah, 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 I took yeah. it off now and then... I don't know what spirit came over me. I started calling the names and I was like, Lord, forgive me. I'm going to rebuke my lips. So, yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is that sometimes, man, it's like, you know, I, this that was probably the first time ever being on live where I had to call someone names, man. And I feel, I feel so bad about it. I had to apologize, man, because oh. as much as I love to do in the world, I cannot be out character like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're coming, just let me know so that I can, you know, at least I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll keep you in check. I'll keep you in check. In case anyone comes on violence, I'll, I'll make sure that you do it. No worries, bro. When you guys come on there, you guys are staying on there, let me know. I'll make you more, man, so that you guys can kick out anyone that gets disrespectful or anything, man. Just let me know, bro. Yes, 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 bro. <laughs> yeah, JT, let's get, let's get up in there. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bro, let's get it, bro. <laughs> Praise God, praise God. All right, guys, listen, I hope you guys have enjoyed this, man. Praise God. Like, God bless you guys. I'll catch you guys in the next one. All right, then. God bless and take care, guys. <laughs>